Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation. Hey, Facebook family, radio family, podcast family. This is your girl, Velika B, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen. And I am here with the Velika B Project. And I am excited about our special guest on today. Let me drop his graphic really quick. Oh my God, we have Pastor John P. Key. Some of you guys call him uncle, some of you call him pastor. I'm just excited. I'm going to bring them on. I'm not going to even hesitate the time. Pastor. Hey, brother. How you doing? Good. It's an honor and a privilege to have you here with us on today. How are you today, sir? I'm excited because I'm hanging out with family. You already know. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Last week, I just want to jump right into it. I don't like the sugarcoat and play. Um, Last week, you dropped your video, which is doing well. Um, and it was Let Me Breathe. And I know it's going to drop this particular Friday. For some of you guys, um, this broadcast is a little off, so it's going to drop Friday as well. And I'm excited about this project. It was, you know, I got touchy when I saw the entire video. What I, I know what, I kind of know what's inspired you. I'm thinking I know, but can you kind of give us some feedback on Let Me Breathe? Um, I, I, I said. I'm sorry, Pastor. Can you hear me? I hear you real good. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. I sat at home like many people did, and I watched the George Floyd, um, uh, I call it the murder video, and um, it just impacted me. It did something to me to to see a young man screaming for his life, screaming for just a break. And I, I saw things that many people didn't see. I saw him repositioning his head to breathe and and and, and 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 the monster on top of him repositioning his knee. And um, I knew a song would come forth that following Sunday morning in prayer, the song just came, I wrote it and um, I called some friends and um, it has been a real strong conversation piece with parents and their sons, me and my sons. And what people don't know is in that video, those that are wearing the t-shirts, let me breathe. I have officers, I have people that have been harassed by police, people that have been a part of gun violence. So it's 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 a huge piece for me because I think it's gonna open a door for some healing to take place. And I, I'm excited about it. Yeah, and we definitely have a lot of healing that needs to take place. Um, um, with me, I have two sons. I have a 27 year old and I have a 16 year old. And honestly, I worry about my 27 year old even going to the store, to be honest with you. Um, he wear he has the dreadlocks and everything, and that's just his style. And I good style, but the judgment of the streets are like really crazy. And it's kind of sad, but it's true. 
They're really bad. I, I raised my boys and I, I've got a little peace because, you know, and, and John John, the 23 year old, he's he's like his dad. He's got that little militant streak, you know. So, you know, I pray that all my years are popping off. You know, I can show him another side because he's quick to say I'm like my dad. Trudell mm -hmm. was the, the, the calm, the cool, but I'm noticing in this climate that we're in now, Trudell has a new edge about him. So, you know, I'm like you. We pray that they get back home safe. We pray that if they are approached by, not just the police, anybody, that they use their wit, you know. So, um, but it's that, it's that season we're in, you know, and we, we've got to make it do. Right. And guys, if you're just tuning in, we have um, this is the Felica B Project. We have um, Pastor John P. Key on the line and um, Pastor Key, a lot of people do not. Well, they should. If they follow you, they wouldn't know. But a lot of people do not know this about you is your outreach and your love for outreach ministry. They know you for the music. But guys, he does amazing things via outreach and just you have a good heart about you. I have saw you at our church twice where you pretty much have given out money. You took care of people's bills and you just have a big mega heart about yourself. And where did that, that stem from for you as the outreach piece? I stemmed from an old pastor in Atlanta. My bus broke down when I first started out and um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm on the side of the road. And then I think it took about a hundred dollars for us to, get it fixed. This pastor paid for the bus and then he gave me a hundred dollars. Back then a hundred dollars was like 9.2 million. You know what I mean? Wow. hundred dollars in my hand and he tells me to um, continue to bless other people, you know. And then I was raised with a grandmother that used to feed people we didn't know. Somebody just walked by the house. They were allowed to come in the house, wash their hands and sit at our table. So um, all of that good background, I think, um, um, made me really, really um, gain a foundation on how to return the miracle back to me. And what I mean by that is uh, I, I'm blessed and I attribute all of the blessings, the bountiful blessings um, to me giving to the people of God. So that, that matters to me and uh, I love it. Uh, my outreach is on steroids. I have a general love for those that are homeless it's getting ready to get cold. We're getting ready to Matter of fact, the sale of the piece, um, Let Me Breathe, every dime is going towards our um, um, Outreach 1337 project, where we're going out, we're buying tents, we cover tent cities, you know, because yeah. in all that we've seen in the pandemic, how many times have you heard anything about the homeless? None. I mean, it's like the cities have gotten, so we're getting PPE to those. And everybody said, well, you can't make them wear it. Well, it's not going to be because they don't have it, you know, so. Right. That's good. That's good. And um, can you let everybody know about your church, the name of your church and um, where it's at? I got the Hood Church. I sold dope in an area of Charlotte called Double Oaks for three and a half years. And when God saved me, he didn't save me in a building. He saved me on the street. So yeah. uh, that has a lot to do with my testimony and my love and my eagerness to do what the Bible says in Matthew 25, go back to those streets and minister to God's people. But it's right in the heart of Charlotte. And watch this, I purchased all the land that I sold drugs in. I purchased the hood. So I literally minister where I poison. I always tell everybody I, I teach where I poison. Um, but uh, God has blessed us there. We've been there about 22 years. 
and God has just really, really uh, hooked us up. We um, were responsible for changing the fabric of the hood. We had everything in order. And then like many of the other major cities, the city came in, tore the hood down. You know, I was called Bright Walk. Bright Walk. <laughs> uh, before Bright Walk, they said, I've got a, I have a video of Pat McCory, our mm -hmm. old mayor and the governor of, of North Carolina, telling me that uh, don't buy that land because it was the most dangerous place to live. So, you know, I, 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 um, uh, we really went in, took the hood. Uh, I visited all the drug dealers in the neighborhood, told them they had to put the dogs up. They, of course, cursed me out. So I, look, I tell you what I'll do. I'll put your babies in my daycare. I'll put your babies in my New Life Christian Academy if you go to and so it, we we worked that neighborhood. It was it was a part of my life that I'll not only never forget. There will be a book sometime soon because it's a story I've got to tell. I do appreciate that, and I know that you've been working on a movie for a while too. Yes. Can we um, have any anticipation on when that would drop or release? Well, um, um, COVID knocked us off the horse. Yeah. For me. I will tell you that um, uh, the camera crew is coming in next week. We've got five. Um, more um, scenes to shoot. The name of the movie is The Lost Song. Lost Song. It's about my father in 1947 who got a record deal and uh, on the way to New York, um, he was, uh, well, he convinced 21 people to travel with him and uh, they're on the bus, they're headed to New York City and the Ku Klux Klan turned their bus around in Carolina and shot the tires off the back of the bus. Wow. He for years. So it's a great story about hope and believing in your dream and pursuing in spite of, um, he created a block for Adams Concrete. He was actually uh, the inventor of this cement block and they mm -hmm. promised he would be a part of the patent and he would be a rich man. The check never came. So it's just a good story. Uh, my son, John John plays my father from age 14 to 35. Rance Allen, the late Bishop Rance Allen, my father plays my father. Uh, from age 35 to 1975. So it's just a great, great movie. I also chronicle my movie with a tour uh, from Mahalia Jackson, James Cleveland, um, The Caravans, and uh, The Dixie Hummingbirds. Great movie. I changed the name because I couldn't deal with the lawsuits after the fact. Right. But uh, it's a great, great movie. I enjoyed it. The music was all produced like it was actually produced and recorded in that season. And um, I, I tell you, I, I believe people are going to be super excited. And we spent the time and the money. I spent the money for the lighting. And we shot everybody everywhere from North Carolina to New Orleans to San Jose uh, to Houston to Dallas. So it, it, we, we, we put the time in. And I think people are going to really enjoy it. If um, God says the same, we're looking at possibly second quarter 2021. Okay, awesome. And I know um, Friday night when um, the video did drop, um, you did talk about Bishop um, Bishop Allen. Yeah. And then the, the next day we lost Bishop Allen. Um, that hurt a lot of us. It, it really did. And I know it, it really hurt you. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you tell us about if people know him for his music as well? And I know he was a great man. But can you kind of touch what people may not know about him? In your relationship. Let, let me say uh, something to you. First of all, I, I wasn't running my mouth when I said you were family. You are the first and the only interview I've done 
uh, since then. I've been called on hundreds of times. Um, um, and I did it because in your question just now, I knew it was sincere. Um, he, he, he was, he meant the world to me. Okay. He was, um, he was a, wow, okay, I'm sorry. Let's take your time, sorry. Uh, he was a good man, you know? Yeah. And um, no malice, no, no trick. Um, and uh, he was what I needed in that season of my life too. I yeah. just off the street and I was trying to get it together and uh, he just always spoke wisdom to me, believed in me. And um, um, I just, I want to make him proud. You, know? yeah, you are, no, you definitely are. I, you definitely are, you definitely are, you definitely are. Great guy, he did, I, his, his acting in the movie is gonna blow everybody's mind. He, whew, to direct him, I'm new at it, he's new at it somewhat. And uh, what I brought to the table was no school of film, I was just a guy that could go to a movie and I saw the microphone hiding in the corner. I just been a great critique all these years. So I brought that own personal, my own personal expertise to the table. But I always say that he was so good to direct because I took him totally out of his element. I took him away from the diamonds and the nice bracelets. And, you know, I put him in some old clothes and he had to, you know, he had to become John Henry Key. <laughs> he was phenomenal. I, I tell you, this movie is going to blow minds of people for years. Um, I had a, um, I had a Netflix deal on the table, a couple of other outlets, but they wanted to control the piece, play okay. it, shelve it, and that's not what I want. I want this piece to be accessible and available for years to come. Because more than a movie, it's a history lesson as well, you know. And I didn't play. You'll see. I didn't. I didn't cut corners at all. I, I believe it. You don't cut corners of anything you do. <laughs> but um, one thing I can do say about uh, Bishop um, Bishop Allen and yourself, I could tell why y'all got along because he just seemed like he was really fun to be around, just down to earth. You know what? I, you know, and, and I, I'm not going to take your words away, fun and down to earth. But he was just, he was a hundred every day. You yeah. know, that you, he he what he never gave you the that I'm, 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 I'm a giant, and he was a gentle giant. You know, he, everybody gave Kurt Franklin the, the credit for crossing over. No, 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 Watts in the 70s, Rance was that guy. Yeah. And um, uh, we're working on so much for him. I wrote a song um, called It's My Pleasure, and you're the first one I've told this, and he and I did it together. It's amazing. I finished it last night, and yeah. I had a rough time, but I got through it. And uh, it's amazing. I have a video with my three sons coming out. It's one of the remixes of I Made It Out. I've got the Four Kings mix, which is a couple of vocalists in the country. But I got the three sons mixed with um, Zaccardi, John John, and Tredell. And Rance is in the dance video. And that's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> I know that's going to be good. <laughs> Me, Rance, uh, my boys, Petey Pablo. It's real good and a whole lot of surprises, a whole lot of internet surprises. So we're excited about that too. Amen. Good. So what other projects do you have going on? What what do you what can we expect 2021? 2021, I'm gonna claim it. It's gonna be a great year. What can we expect? 2021, I'm going crazy. I've got the church choir, I've got John B. Key solo, I've got a worship project, I've got 10 women, 10 victories before Whitney Houston died and before Aretha died. We were working on a major project called 10 Women, 10 Victories. And I was so excited about it. 
I didn't throw it down. I've got um, Aretha's song done last week. We finished it. I finished it with the vocalist out in California. That's all I'm going to tell you guys. It's amazing. And it's about women who have dealt with personal issues but overcame. So all of the songs speak directly to an issue. I got the young lady in the window waiting for the man to come by. He bought us shoes. He bought us, but he didn't show up. Nor did he even call his kids to say goodnight. I deal with real core issues. So it's not really a gospel project. The Aretha song is, you know, that man is mine and I ain't letting him go. You know, so <laughs> it's a fun project. You guys are going to really love it. And I'm not sleep. I'm working. Last night I had one of the best studio nights I've had in yeah. years. So we're on it. Little Rufus has another, my little, uh, 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 Little Rufus, my cartoon character. He has a project that's coming out. Uh, I'm just super excited. I'm working on um, the uh, interpretation of key. I've got an acoustic piano project that I've been working on for about 17 yeah. years. George Duke is on it. Billy Preston, some of the greatest piano players in Charlie Peacock. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, really working. I've got a project. I don't know if you remember. I think he worked for Sony, I believe. He was A&R for uh, a couple of companies. But there was a radio personality from Winston-Salem named Alvin Stowe. So Alvin was a great guy. Uh, Alvin passed about four or five years ago. But Alvin kind of gave me my start, told me I could be when I didn't believe in myself. You know, I'd do all the festivals in Durham. He could sing a little, so he'd jump on stage with me. Alvin calls me a few years ago, and he says, hey, I got a restaurant. I need you to come in, and let's do it like old times. I'm John Peaky, the pastor. I'm like, Alvin, I probably never do that. I don't do that no more. One Thursday, I was doing nothing and agreed to go in and I go in with him and I set up with a band and end up singing for five hours. Whoa. Yeah, I did gospel. I did my Stevie Wonder impressions. Um, I didn't know it was being recorded, but my sound man at the time, Brian Smart, was recording the whole thing. So it's called Live at the Cafe. I cannot wait to release that as well. Lastly, I'm working on a wedding album. Good. Gotta have some music they can listen to with the boo. You gotta have some <laughs> boo music. John B. Key has done a boo record. I, I did some, I, I, I did some stuff. I did uh, I'll Be There by the Jackson 5. But the other night I did a song by the Stylistics. If I I like to be. It's Y'all going to really love this record. I dedicate that to Rance because Rance was doing a song for the rest of my life. I love you on the project. So we, we're excited about that. So great things are coming out of the Key Camp, as you can see. Awesome. Awesome. And before we wrap, can you help give us some encouragement? Um, but we're not talking politics. We just encouragement in this season like really my let me tell you my 16 year old he has surgery on friday and he told me this weekend he said mom i'm nervous about next week and i'm like your surgery is going to be okay caleb and he was like no i'm worried about the election he's focused on the election instead of his surgery i got you um i'm gonna I'm encourage everybody today and i'm gonna use caleb i'm gonna use caleb i'm off the cuff anyway i'm i'm best i'm the best off the cuff uh, to Caleb, I say, I need your head up and you're young. And what I don't like or what I have not enjoyed about COVID-19 is it snatched vision from people like Caleb. Yeah. And we 
and ignore it. We got to speak to that. So Caleb, I'm going to remind you who you are. I have no idea why your parents named you that, but I'm your uncle John now. And I'm going to tell you who you are. Caleb is the young man that was never afraid. Caleb was the young man that they told, go check out what has been promised to us. Caleb went up with about 11 more. Caleb came back and while all of them were afraid because of the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Muscatabites, Caleb came back and said, let's take them. Let's take them today. And I use that to encourage everybody. There's a scripture that says, for we have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. At all points, he was tempted like as we are. I love that scripture. Yeah, That scripture reminds me, I don't care what I'm going through, God understands me. You can label me, you can push me, you can shove me. You know, I heard a preacher last night, really, really, really going off on um, young men in the church. He called everybody, was gay, everybody. And I just see how we judge people so fast. We do. We them until we get tired of them, you know what I mean? And I'm just not that guy. I, I say to Caleb, whatever you're dealing with, and I say to everybody, look, we have a legal right to step into our destiny. We don't know what 2021 is going to hold, but I'm like you. I'm like my niece, Felika. Hey, I'm speaking that the joy is going to be there because the end of that text is yet without sin, yet without error. We can make it through this storm, guys. And I love you so much. And thank you for hanging out with Uncle John. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Would you like to let them know how they can follow you real quick before we wrap up? Yeah, on on Instagram and on Twitter, you can follow me at Keytwit, K-E-E-T-W-I-T. On Facebook, uh, uh, Pastor John P. Key Official. We're excited about it. We're going to be shooting new music. Uh, um, I've got new videos and Valika on my in my camp so she can show me how to release it and when to release it. And we're excited about it. Amen. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. The Valika B Project with Pastor John Piki. Thank you so much, um, Uncle John. I appreciate you. I love you so much. I'm praying for you, your family, and I, I love you to death. I promise you I'll get you some new music to listen to. Come on here. Bless you. <laughs> thank you. Hold on. <laughs> of the Velika B Project with your host, Velika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed. The Velika B Project.